I'm here to be an all-time great. You're now rocking with the best. Perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back title. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby here. Welcome to another episode of Big Baby Sports, man. Got a very special show for you today. I'm going to be reacting to Jeannie Buss on SportsCenter, and I got a new segment called Over or Underrated. I'm going to give you a list of players that are overrated and underrated, man. But first, let's get into the video regarding Jeannie Buss on SportsCenter. Let's get it. Now at SportsCenter, Lakers Governor Jeannie Buss, one of the principals behind the new Hulu documentary series, Legacy. Uh, Jeannie, first of all, thanks for joining us. And uh, why was it important for you to tell the story of the Lakers from the standpoint of of the family that helped make the Lakers what they are? You know, um, it, we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary from uh, when my father, Dr. Jerry Buss, passed away. And uh, just looking back and thinking about all the innovations he brought to the NBA, we felt that the story was worth telling. So this is actually seven years in the making and we really wanted to highlight as well something that we've never seen in sports before yeah the new documentary is really well i like it you know jerry bus brought excitement to the nba you know the laker cheerleaders showtime you know he brought that he brought winning culture to lakers you know he purchased the lakers and he installed winning right away and i like that you know his legacy lives on man and Jerry Buss was watching over the Lakers. I know if he was still here, he would be really aggressive right now trying to get players this team to win NBA championship. You know what I mean? So let's get it. For this really close relationship between ownership, Jerry Buss, and the star player, Magic Johnson. Let's talk about the Lakers right now. Magic Johnson and Jerry Buss were really close. They had kind of had like the father son relationship, you know what I mean? Matt Johnson looked up to Jerry Bush, Jerry Bush looked up to Matt Johnson, vice versa, you know, Matt Johnson was around the Lakers, you know, back in the day. And then she, he came close to Jeannie Buss and just a whole organization, you know, and like Matt Johnson is one of the greatest point guards of all time. You know what I mean? So I, I understand why they put this documentary out to show that, that this documentary shows like what the Lakers went through behind the scenes and I really like the um, documentary they put out by Jerry Buss and the Lakers. You know, let's see what she has to say about this current Laker team. Obviously, the team missed the playoffs last year. And for some NBA franchises, you have up years, you have down years. But living here in Los Angeles, I understand the passion of the fans here. And just down years just aren't supposed to happen. So how is it different from your perspective um, having to deal with that? Um, you know, the, the Laker fans have expectations as they should. Um, Dr. Buss created. Yes, we do. Jeannie Buss, we do have expectations. Our expectation is to bring banner number 18 to Los Angeles. You know what I mean? And we have high expectations. You know, we, we don't care 
Oh, we made the playoffs. Okay, we made the playoffs tournament. Get the eight seeds. Hypothetically, let's say if we get the eight seed, seven seed, six seed, make the playoffs. We lose. Some franchises be like, at least he made the playoffs. Yay, we made the playoffs. Yay, but in Los Angeles, hell no. If you make the playoffs, lose in the first round, it's a failed season. You know what I mean? It's a failed season. You know what I mean? Regardless, if we get to the NBA Finals and we lose, oh, you got to the Finals. No, failed season when we lost in 2004, 2008. Those two seasons were failed seasons. At least you made it. Because some Laker fans say, at least we made it to the Finals. But then we win. Doesn't matter if you get all the way up to the top and lose. Doesn't mean anything to me. My personal opinion. Per person, it's a big baby's opinion. It's not a. It's a failed season. You have to produce championships. You gotta set banners and rings and jerseys. You know, Lakers have. We have high expectations as fans, and the front office knows that. You know, because of the territory of being a Laker fan, man. But my personal opinion, this season is gonna be a championship season or bust. You know what I mean? And people need to. Respect LeBron James. He's one of the, arguably one of the greatest players of all time, arguably, in other people's opinions. You know what I mean? My personal opinion is the late, great Kobe Bryant. But let's see what she has to say more, Laker Nation. And put your comments in the comment section. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Turn on that post notification, man. Big baby sports. Created a brand that was consistently competing for NBA yep. championships, as yep. you can see. <laughs> yep. Yes. They call it a humble bride. Laker fans uh, were spoiled during the Showtime era yes. and the Shaq Kobe era. And we want to continue that legacy and, um, you know, add more championships, which we were able to do yep. in 2020. We made some changes. Obviously, the centerpiece of the roster is still LeBron James. I've seen you say that it's a priority that he retires as a Laker. He signed an extension. How do you communicate what he means to the Lakers right now and in the near future in a way that you think will resonate with him? Uh, LeBron is still at the top of his game. He is uh, you know, hardworking and a great leader. And, uh, you know, I'm just yeah, LeBron hard worker, a great leader. Um, he re-signed two years, two-year contract, 97 million. Um, he's about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the all-time scoring list. You know, who would have thought, you know, who would have thought that LeBron James was going to be passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I never thought no one was going to beat that record. Keep it 100 with you. Keep it 100 with you on Big Baby Sports. You know what I mean? I never thought that this was going to happen. I never thought that LeBron James was going to be the all-time scoring leader. You know what I mean? But in today's NBA, records are meant to be broken, and I'm looking forward to him passing Kareem. Looking forward to him doing it in the Laker jersey, man. Looking forward to it. Thrilled that he has extended his contract. Uh, we're going, going to look forward to him as he gets closer to breaking the all-time scoring record held currently by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, you know, a record that we thought would never be broken, and here we are. Uh, you know, it should be, it should happen this season if everything goes well. I saw in some earlier interviews, you said that Russell Westbrook was the best player on the team last season. That, oh, it was outrage. Uh, and then you came back. She was talking about playing all 82 games. So, like a nation, calm down. She said that one, one side knew she said that, and people were tweeting that. I already knew that it was missing her. Sometimes, Keep it real. Sometimes what the, it, the owners say in today's NBA, you know, it gets misinterpreted. You know, that's when I saw the tweet. I'm like, let me see. You know, I heard it. 
you know, from her mouth, you know, she was talking about Russ Westbrook being healthy all season long. You know, that's why a lot of Laker fans misinterpretate a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? They always interpretate everything. And anything, the storyline, they read the littlest headline and they go off of that. So, Laker Nation, wait until you hear it from her. Anybody from the Laker front office, Rob Palinka, don't misinterpret anything until you hear it from them. If you hear rumors, don't believe it until it's official. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say. By that, you meant most consistent player because he played 78 games last yeah, season when there were a lot of injuries on the squad. Anything to add to that, just for clarity? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I lean into that. That's, you know, we needed players on the court that were healthy, and he was the most consistent player we had. He was, he worked hard, he showed up for every game. And I appreciate that in a player, and and hopefully we'll have a, a season where we'll actually get to see all of our big stars play together and be healthy and and stay on the court. You also had. She said she wants to see all the three big stars on the court. Okay, there you have it. Russ Westbrook will be back with the Lakers next year. And I figured, you know what I mean? It's what it is. Um, Maybe they feel like they're going to try one more time, just like Brooklyn did with Kevin Durant and Kyrie. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. We can't complain about it. And we got to go, go roll with the punches. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We'll see what happens this season, man. Training camp is in on the 27th of September. Looking forward to training camp, man. Looking forward to it. I'm excited for training camp. LeBron's going to have a players-only training camp in San Diego. Looking forward to it. And an all-around pest. And I mean that in a good way of Patrick Beverly. What does he add to the roster? You know, it's it's funny that the day the trade happened, he was already here shooting baskets. So um, I know he he brings a lot of toughness, uh, hard work, determination, a strong voice in the locker room. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Jeannie Bush, he brings toughness, grit, determination. He's going to call people out. He's going to call LeBron out if he has. He ain't scared. You know, he's, you know. I know a lot of Laker fans don't like him just because of the whole Lonzo Ball thing. Just because he was talking mess, Lonzo Ball. Patrick Barry's competitive. Here's the thing. People are like, oh, it's not going to work. I think it's going to work in the sense of the defensive analysis, the passion, the hustle, the talking mess. You get in LeBron's face, Patrick Barry, get get off my player, man. What's up? You know, it's like that competitive fire. And I think it's going to rub off on everybody. This team is not going to be soft next year. You know, last year we were soft like Sharma and this motherfucker last season. You know, and for us, Patrick Beverly is gonna preach toughness, grit, he's gonna be a veteran leader. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make this team really competitive and fight each night. Because here's the thing, remember when Carl Anthony Towns was labeled a soft and doesn't defend himself? Once Patrick Beverly got there, you saw him to talk, get in people's faces, you know, he had that he, he wanted to smoke last season. You know what I mean? It's the same with Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards didn't have that. You know, he had that competitive fire, but I didn't really see it as much. Once Patrick Beverly got there, you started to see him more. So once Patrick Beverly, the stuff that Patrick Beverly does is going to rub off on the team. I know Westbrook and um, Patrick Beverly had their issues when he was in Oklahoma City, Houston, and Clippers, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, man, they're Lakers. You know, they had beef, just like Matt Barnes and Kobe. You know, they had their little get in the bad battles when he was in Orlando, L.A., when Matt Barnes tried to throw the ball at Kobe, and Kobe stood there and didn't even flinch. Same with Ron Artest. When Ron Artest was on Houston Rockets, Kobe Bryant and Ron Artest would go back at it, battle. 
you know, Kobe threw an elbow at Ron Artest's face. Ron Artest said, come here, said, do that mother shit again. You know, it's like, it's competitive, you know. Just when Ron Artest was in Houston, Kobe was in L- in, in Houston playing against the Rockets. They're at the free throw line. Ron Artest said, I'm better than you, Kobe. Kobe's like, what? You got to be a comedian. So it's a competitive, competitive fire. But when you're on the same team, you know, they, they may still have competitiveness in practice, and I like it. It's going to be competitive fire. Darvin Ham's going to bring toughness to this team, too. Darvin Ham's going to, you know, you're going to see Darvin Ham and Patrick Beverly go out at times, but it's okay. I'm okay with that because I want to win another NBA championship. I want to win another NBA championship and go experience it at Staples Center. I'm not calling it Crypto.com Arena. I'm calling it Staples Center. I want to experience another parade in L.A. Last time I experienced a parade was in 2010 when we beat Boston Celtics, and I want to experience another one. You know what I mean? So this Laker edition is going to bring toughness, grit, desire, heart, and passion. Let's get back into the video. Room. So we look forward to having Patrick Beverly as a Laker. Now I see in your vast jewelry collection that there's one ring that you're wearing right now. I have an idea of which one it is, but I'm going to ask you which one is it? Yes, I'm wearing the ring from 2020, which, you know, as we all did uh, during the pandemic, it was such a tough year. And uh, to to win a championship in that year, I think, was extra special. And uh, I wear this proudly. That was my guess, too, but I thought it was because it was just the most recent one. Yeah, most definitely. In 2020, um, the ring, that's, to me, our 2010 is the best I, like, went through as a fan, but I think 2020 is up there for me because I know we've been Boston in 2010, but for me, passing to Kobe, stuff that happened around the world, stoppage of play, restopping. We all know if the season's going to happen, players opting out to not play, which I understand. But at the end of the day, when we got together, got done, we got that ring, and that right there is one of the best championships I've been a part of as a fan because I just we got it done. And I know it's in the bubble. Oh, it's a bubble ring. It's not. It's the NBA championship ring. We won the NBA championship. You know what I mean? It is, you know, we won the championship. You know, we finished the season. You know, so that championship's right there, man. I, I like that championship. What was your guys' favorite championship? Was it 2020, 2010, or did you guys think 2020 was the best in your guys' fans? Put them in the comment section down below, like your nation. One, and so it's a, <laughs> it's a reminder of, of the expectations uh, that come with being with the Lakers, uh, no matter what season it is. Uh, we certainly appreciate having you on the show. And uh, from what I can tell, people are really enjoying Legacy. So best of luck with that the rest of the way as well. Thank you. Yeah, most definitely, man. Um, it was a good show. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties, man. That was Jeannie Buss on Sports Center, man. What do you guys think about that? Um, now we're getting into the segment of, you see here, overrated or underrated, man, the new segment. We'll be dropping this every every show, man. Um, new segment called Over un, Overrated Underrated, man. Um, give you a list of players I think are overrated, underrated, man. Give you a list of players right here. Let's see here. I think Colin Sexton is overrated. 
he get you know he's got a big contract. I don't think he's worth that much contract, man. Um, he's a talented player, but I feel like he's a little bit overrated. You know what I mean? I feel like he's overrated when it comes to when he shoots the ball, you know, and all that. I just feel like he's a little bit overrated. And what do you guys think? You guys think Colin Sexton is overrated or underrated? Put him in the comment section down below. I also got um, Shadeless Gillix Alexander from the Oklahoma City Thunder. I feel like he's underrated, man. There's nobody really talks about him because he's in Oklahoma City. If you put him in the bigger market, he'll be talked about. But I like his game. He can dribble the ball really well. You know, play that great defense, shoot that mid-range, play that tough, great grind defense. I really like his game. You know, him in Oklahoma City is the best player on that team. You know, up-and-coming team, but I would not be surprised if he asked out of Oklahoma City in a couple of years to go to a bigger market because I feel like his skill set deserves to be in the bigger market. You know what I mean? That That's my personal opinion, you know. And also, too, um, R.J. Barrett. I think R.J. Barrett's underrated, overrated. I feel like he's a little bit overrated in my personal opinion because um, he's just – Everybody's comparing him to Dwayne Wade and um, Jalen Rose, and it's like, uh, it's like no, he's overrated in my personal opinion because he just he's inconsistent at nights. You know, one minute have thirty, the next minute have fifteen, the next minute have forty, the next minute have five or ten. You know, it's like come on, you gotta do better. You know, um, I like his game, I, even though I say it's overrated, but his game is really good too. But I feel like he's a little bit overrated. But at the end of the day, you know, he's in the NBA. Um, De'Aaron Fox from the Sacramento Kings. Do I think he's overrated or underrated? I feel like he's underrated. You know what I mean? Nobody really talks about him anymore because the whole Lonzo Ball, De'Aaron Fox debate. Like, we're going to pick him in the draft. But Matt Johnson with Lonzo Ball. But I feel like De'Aaron Fox is underrated. You know, he's a very good scorer. You know, able, able to get to the lane, protect the – like, play that defense, shoot that mid-range, facilitate. He's capable of going 30-plus points a night. You know, Sacramento – Second round, still going to be at the bottom of the league, you know, probably fight for the play instrument and not make it, you know. They have talented players over there, but they get hyped up and they don't do anything. They got a coach and Mike Brown is going to, you know, have them compete, but it's not going to win any of them game. Um, Lonzo Ball, do I think he's underrated or overrated? I was praising him, but he's overrated now, you know, because he's been injured. You know, his passing's good. You know, he had, he's improved his jumpers, but it's just the injuries consistency injuries every time you know what i mean and well, the ball was one of my favorite players but it's just the injuries man year in and year out it's like oh long as the ball's healthy ankle injury knee injury finger back spine you no know, like you know what i mean like ankle hamstring and all that stuff so i'm like he's overrated man long the ball's overrated. i'm keeping it real and um last one before I get up on out of here, man, John Morant. Do I think John Morant's overrated or underrated? I feel like he's underrated. You know what I mean? Nobody, well, un, underrated, like as far as like when superstar level, you got like Jalen, Jason Tatum, you got Yetzel Kupo, you got James Harden, you got all these players around the league, you know what I mean? But John Morant's probably like at least 15th best player in the league. In my personal opinion, everybody's talking about, oh, Memphis is going to do great things this year. You know, they're young, talented, but. They haven't experienced winning, and as far as getting get to the finals and getting farther in the playoffs, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Memphis. We'll see what happens, but John Rant's underrated to me. I like his game. He competes at the highest level, plays that passion, grit, shoot that mid-range, facilitates. I really liked his game. His desire is great. And, uh, yeah, man, that's going to do it for uh, the new segment called Overrated or Underrated, man. And that's going to do it for Big Baby Sports Podcast, man. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. 
turn out post notification, man. Um, we'll see you guys next show and road to 1K very soon, man. Peace out, one love. Go like it, baby. Peace.